Believers, it's Dr. Shantae, and welcome to another episode of Believing Bigger, the podcast that equips entrepreneurs and influencers with the tools, the faith, and the confidence to believe bigger in their dreams. So as we head into the end of the year, there are a few things I am excited about. If you have been following me on social media, you already know that I have decided to return to coaching in 2017, and not just coaching, but really mentoring in an intentional way. And so I am going to be building a collective of influencers to mentor and to work with in 2017. And it's called the 12. And so if you haven't seen it, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then head over to my social media on Twitter, on Instagram at Dr. Shante says, certainly on my Facebook page and learn all about this faith inspired collective where I will be working with 12 influencers for the period of 12 months to really provide encouragement and support for people who are trying to make impact in the world, but are really lacking the consistent support and encouragement and resources to do so. So be sure to check that out. You can also head over to my blog. So if you go to the podcast page and the show notes, which I will make sure I put a link in there, then you can head right over to the blog and check out the audio orientation for the 12 and complete the interest form. So make sure you head on over there, find out what the 12 is all about. And I can't wait to see you. So for the next three weeks, what we're going to be talking about on the podcast is growing our faith in 2017. I honestly believe that whenever we endeavor to do something and we don't achieve the levels that we hope to, it's not just because we lack resources. It's not just because we lack know-how skills or ability or even passion or drive. But a lot of times it really comes down to issues of our faith. You know, the Bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. And so sometimes we take those things for granted and we are not always cognizant of the things that can pollute our spiritual lives. And so I wanted to make sure that in this podcast, so for the next three weeks, this is going to be kind of like our growing our faith series that we focus on those things that are going to grow our faith, but also to be mindful of the things that can hinder our walk in 2017. So if you've been following me on social media, you've noticed I've been posting this daily content about ways to grow your faith. And so we're going to start with the first four today and kind of do a little bit of a deeper dive into those. And then for the next couple of weeks, we'll do the next four and we'll round out with those final four to make it a complete set of 12. So if you haven't been following on social media, you can hit me up at Dr. Shante Says on Twitter, on Instagram, certainly on my Facebook page and see what those content messages have been all about. But let's jump right into it. So the first thing that I want to say about growing your faith in 2017, and I've been saying this all year, is that you have to deal with your issues. The Bible says that, you know, who are you to point out the plank in somebody else's eye when you already have something going on in your own eye? In other words, you know, you have to sweep around your own porch before you start going out and talking about what's dirty on somebody else's porch. And we tend to see a lot of this. I know I'm not the only one where we see people calling out others for things that they're doing when they really haven't addressed their own issues within themselves. And dealing with your own issues is so critical if you want to have influence and impact in 2017. The thing is, is that oftentimes we try to pour from pictures that are cracked and broken. And when you're not whole, when there are gaps and there are cracks, it's going to cause leaks. And what you're trying to accomplish, it seems like you are just spinning your wheels and you can't quite get there. And the reason why you can't quite get there is because there's a crack in the picture. It's because there's a crack in the glass. It's because the vessel is leaking and you have to be able to address those things. And so the first 
piece of content says that you need to deal with your issues, social media is not therapy. It's a distraction from having to deal with the real you. And so I'm encouraging people to step away and pray for healing, for wisdom and for peace. And our guiding thoughts for that, our scripture reference for that is coming from 1 Corinthians 14.10. It says, but all things should be done decently and in order. When we're out on social media lashing out, that is not decent and it's out of order because when you do that, remember you are an ambassador for Christ. And so if you are lashing out, who does that represent? That certainly doesn't represent him. And in the Bible, Jesus was angry, but he did not lash out. He did not lash out from a place of attack or hurt or I'm hurt. So I'm going to make someone else pay for that. But that tends to be a lot of what we see on social media. And so social media can be very much one of those distractions that pollute our spiritual lives. And so it causes us to act out of order. Another thing that the Bible says is this, and it's coming from Matthew six, the sixth through the eighth verse. And it says, but when you pray, go into your secret closet and shut the door and pray to the father who was not seen and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not babble on like heathens do, for they think that their many words they will be heard. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you have need of before you ask him. In other words, we see a lot of babbling on social media like heathens, you know, just going on and on about everything. And the truth of the matter is, is that if you are one of those people that is consistently on social media and you are posting every couple of hours, you know what that means? You're not being productive, you know, as... um what is that woman's name who says, you know, that ain't the work of the Lord. I can't think of her name. I think her name is Christiane Porter. I've got to get her on this show, but I know you've seen her, you know, that that's not the work of the Lord. If you are consistently on social media and you're keeping up with the Kardashians and every little wave of gossip and every little wind of, of what's happening in world events, that means that you are not consistently focused on your calling. You're not consistently focused on your purpose and you're being distracted by social media. And the Bible warns against that, that you don't get carried away by every wind and every doctrine. And it says to, you know, lay aside those sins and those weights that so easily beset us, which means it easily takes us off course. So you want to make sure that as you step into 2017, that you step away from social media for a moment and really deal with your issues. If there are some cracks in your foundation that you want to make sure that you shore those up because you cannot build a solid structure on a weak foundation. The second thing that I'm encouraging people to do in this campaign is to stop comparing. So I said, don't allow the successes of others to make you feel some type of way about your own journey. Are you willing to walk their same road? I love one of my colleagues and my sisters in Christ, Kristen Harris. And Kristen often says, you know, you want my portion, but do you want my process? A lot of times when we look at the fruits of someone's labor, we really haven't examined the labor. We don't know what it took for them to get there. And so because we see them getting rewarded or getting acknowledged or appearing in this magazine or appearing in that magazine, you know, we start to examine ourselves and we start to question ourselves. And that's not what we ought to do, because the Bible says Galatians 1.10, Paul is writing and he says, am I now seeking the approval of men or of God or am I striving to please men? 
If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. You have to make a decision. Who are you trying to please? You know, if you follow Christ, there have been a number of people who have been in the Bible that have sold out for God, that have sold out for Christ and found favor in the sight of man. Daniel being one of them, he's a great example. He was unapologetically, unwaveringly committed to Christ and people in the kingdom that were out and out heathens, serving other gods, gods of gold, gods of silver. They called upon Daniel for his wisdom. They called upon Daniel for his leadership and they elevated him in the kingdom. So don't think that just because you are a servant of Christ that you have to go around and be a man pleaser, that you have to go around and be a people pleaser. You can absolutely be sold out for Christ and God will elevate you in his time. Even within those people, the Bible says that God can make your enemy your footstool, that he can prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And so don't think for one minute that just because someone else has success, success, that it means something about your journey or your walk, because your walk is your walk and their walk is their walk. What you don't see is what happens behind closed doors. So you have to pause for a moment and really consider what their success means for you. What their success means for you is that it's possible that God is still answering prayer and that what he's done for others, he can do for you. But don't use that as a measuring stick to compare yourself to what they're doing. Another thing that the Bible says is this is coming from Romans 12 two, and it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is the good and perfect and acceptable will of God. If you are looking on social media at the trends, at the waist training <laughs> and all these things that people are doing to their bodies and, you know, suggestive poses and all these types of things. I mean, because I know you see it, it, it is completely out there. If you're seeing all of that and thinking like, yeah, that's what I need to do. That's who I need to be. Pause for a moment, okay? And ask yourself again, am I trying to please man or am I trying to please God? God says consistently, do not be conformed to this world. You know, you never saw Jesus out amongst the paparazzi popping bottles. And I mean, (laughs) he had complete power to do that, but that was not his role. That was not his mission. And he often stayed out of the limelight. His work is what built his brand and his reputation, not because he was out there trying to create publicity and create a buzz for himself. So pause for a moment and just kind of ask yourself, what are my intentions? What am I really trying to accomplish? Who am I trying to please? And and why am I showing up in this space the way that I'm showing up? Am I doing this because I've been called to do it? Or am I doing it because it's something that I saw and I'm comparing what they did to what I'm doing? And so I'm trying to copy or emulate in some way the success that they have. The third step to growing your faith is be still. This is one that is so hard for me. I'm just going to put it right out there. This is Dr. Shante's struggle because I want what I want when I want it. And logically, if I would just learn the lesson and the virtue of patience, I'm creating so much additional anxiety for myself. You know what the Bible says, who by worrying can add one year to their life, one day to their life. Worrying accomplishes nothing. And yet I'm always finding myself in my head uh, with anxiety about how things are going to manifest and when it's going to manifest and what do I need to do? And so the third thing that I'm encouraging you to do and encouraging myself to do is to be still because when you are anxious, it really 
creates a barrier for your faith, because if you have faith and complete confidence that God is going to do what he said he was going to do, then why are you anxious? Think about it. It's like being in a restaurant and placing your order and then getting up from the table every two, three minutes, poking your head in the kitchen. It's coming. It is coming. Sit down. Have a seat chill out. The order has been placed. The food is coming. It will be brought to you when, when it's ready. So stop checking on the cook. Stop asking the waiter to come over, like just cut it out. And so please know that I'm preaching to myself right in this moment because I get it. So the third piece of content says, be still standing over a potted plant won't make it grow any faster. Blessings don't come with miracle grow. Be still and watch for what God wants you to learn in this season. And that's the part that is often missed and overlooked. And what I've had to learn is that while we are waiting, we should also be watching for what it is that God wants us to learn in the season. Sometimes you can be so distracted by your impatience that you are completely missing what it is that God wants you to learn and do in ways that he wants you to grow while your blessing is cooking up in the kitchen. And so the scripture reference for this is Psalms 4610. Be still and know that I am God. It's one of my favorite scriptures because it's one that I often go back to to center myself and then Philippians 4 6 and 7 I would not be so arrogant as to say that God put this scripture in the Bible just for me but I kind of think that so let's just go with it where it says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus that is such a powerful scripture because in this day and age we have a lot of reasons to be anxious we have a lot of reasons to be keyed up we have a lot of reasons to be oh my gosh chicken little the sky is falling. But the word of God says, be anxious for nothing. Chill out. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And that's the part that we miss is the peace of God. We are robbing ourselves of peace by allowing ourselves to worry and be anxious. So be still and chill out. And the last piece of content for today's episode is using discernment. And the content says this, Jesus had 12 disciples, but he also had an inner circle which were Peter, James, and John. Everything is not for everyone. Just because someone follows you doesn't mean they have your best interest at heart. Remember Judas? So keep this in mind is that sure, you might have 7,000, 10,000, 30,000 followers on social media. It doesn't mean they all love you. It doesn't mean that they all respect you. Some of them are following you just to try to emulate you, to try to figure out your formula, your process to say, oh, okay, uh, you went on the Today Show. So let me try to get on the Today Show. Oh, okay, you were in this magazine. So let me try to get into this magazine. Oh, I see you are using this color scheme. So let me try to emulate that and use that color scheme. I see people stealing people's stuff and content all the time on social media. They say that imitation is the highest form of flattery. No, it's not. It's annoying. <laughs> and it just shows a lack of, of originality. And as an English professor, you know, I'm big on plagiarism. When you steal somebody's work and you don't give them credit, that is a huge issue. I mean, it is copyright infringement. And so use discernment. Okay, just because someone is following you doesn't mean that they like you, doesn't mean that they respect you. People have all kinds of ulterior motives for why 
they're following your brand. And the scripture reference for this is Matthew 10, 16 and 17, which says, Behold, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as wise as serpents and innocent as doves. But beware of men. For they will hand you over to their councils and they will flog you in the synagogues. In other words, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Just because somebody is listening to you doesn't mean that they subscribe to you. Sometimes people are listening to you just to try to discredit you, just to try to disparage you. And so use discernment. Everything is not for everybody. A lot of times, you know, people are doing a lot of announcements and saying what they're going to do and kind of putting their plans out there prematurely. Don't do that. You have to exercise some discernment. Sometimes you put something out there before you've obtained the legal rights to it and somebody can come along and steal it right from underneath your feet. And so please be mindful of this, that even though you might be excited, ask God for wisdom. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who will give it to you liberally. In other words, God will give you wisdom and abundance. And so use discernment. One of the things that I appreciate about my walk with the Lord is I call it my spidey senses. When something is wrong, Spider-Man will say, my spidey senses are tingling. That's how it's always been with me. When something is not right, when somebody's not on the up and up, when I know that somebody is smiling in my face, but want to take my place or smiling and grinning in my face, but really doesn't respect me. I always know it. And I can't explain it. I'm just going to call it a gift from God. But I always know when someone is being insincere, I can sense it. Even on social media, I can sense it. The person doesn't have to be in my face. But that is the spirit of discernment where I can determine right in that moment who is genuine and sincere and who is not. And the thing is, is that I am very seldom wrong, very seldom wrong, even though they may not manifest themselves in that moment over time when they manifest themselves or they come out or they do something. I always say I knew it. I knew it. I had a sense about that person right from the beginning. So ask and pray to God for discernment so that you can determine people who are genuine and that he will reveal people who are wolves because the Bible says this, I am sending you out like sheep amongst wolves. Okay. People will put on, you know, that's where that phrase wolves and sheep's clothing People will pretend to be one way, but on the inside, the Bible says they are ravenous wolves. So please be mindful that everybody that comes to you with a contract, with a deal, with an offer that follows you is not necessarily looking out for your best interest and that you need to make sure that you pray for the wisdom and the discernment to know the difference. So that is going to do it for the first part of this series in terms of growing your faith in 2017. Make sure that you tune in next week in the next two weeks for the next four and then the next eight. And then we're going to round out this series on. On December 21st before we take our winter break. So if you have questions, comments, takeaways from this podcast episode, you know that you can always hit me up at Dr. Shante Says. And be sure to go and check out The 12. The audio orientation is up on my blog. It is up on social media. So the links are there for you to go and check it out. And I hope that you will apply. I'll see you next time.